Blog Talk Radio. When your well runs dry, that's when you miss the water. When the well runs dry, that's when you miss the water. You don't miss that water until the well runs dry. <laughs> then you miss the water. Now, I'm talking from experience because I'm, I'm a child here. I was born down here in the country. And I remember we used to have the pump, uh, pump, hand pump, pump the water. Down there in Craven County, at <laughs> Glory. I remember sometimes the well would run dry, and you go out there and all we do is just pump air. Shoot, no water. And I tell you, Mama and Daddy, we had to see about getting another well dug. And I remember my grandmother, when we built the house down there, and she built our house. I didn't build it. She had it built, well, in 1951. She had a well dug right in the kitchen, under the kitchen, where the pump was inside of the kitchen. That's where the pump was at. And that well went dry. And I remember my daddy had to, had a spigot put in, called a spigot. We didn't call it running water. Then they called it spigot. Daddy went and got a, 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 a spigot, a pump. 
He had another well dug, and he ran that water over to our house. I never forget that. I, I don't remember that. I, rem- I remember that uh, down in Craven County, we didn't have no electricity. I think about 1953, my daddy went and bought a car. They call them generators today. But he bought a dynamo. It's called a dynamo back then. And a whole about two gallons of gas. I guess we'll run about four or five hours. I don't know. But I remember my daddy would be would be in the in the being his daddy had a club. And people would be in there dancing and going on and all of a sudden people would say, Woo and the lights would go out. That means the gas had ran out of the dynamo and daddy had to go out and put some more gas in it. So I'm saying from, from what I know, experience, you don't miss something till you don't have it. As long as you have it, you don't miss it. It's only when you don't have it is when you miss it. And my topic tonight is you don't miss water till the well runs dry. You don't miss it until it's not there anymore. And then that's when you miss it. You don't miss that water until the well runs dry. This is the Jesus Save Ministry. Uh, we're coming to you from that. Uh, Jesus Save Ministry. This is the Wake Up the Jesus broadcast. And we're coming to you from the Jesus Save Ministry Incorporated. I'm in Belleville at the, at the parsonage of the church. This address, I guess, 1548 Holland Road. The church is over there in Greenville at 1007 West Allerton Boulevard. The zip code to both places is 27834. Our web address is www.tjsm.org. And our email address is goldjesusnow, one word, at aol.com. If you'd love to be a blessing to us, we'd really appreciate it. You can cash up us at dollar sign tjsm one. Zero zero seven. My name is Apostle Lonnie Starks. You can call me at 252-214-0799. Of course, you like to be on the broadcast tonight. You can call me at 252-916-0104, and I can put you on the broadcast with me. And I'm thanking God for you tonight and you. We're so grateful that you're tuning in tonight. And we know it's going to be a blessing to you. So the topic tonight is... You don't miss your water until your well runs dry. You don't miss anything until you don't have it. Once it's gone, that's when you miss it. You don't miss it as long as you got it. It's like some people uh, have uh, money given to them by their parents. And like I was, I grew up like that, my father. My mother gave me uh, an allowance, and I would look for that allowance every Monday morning. And when I got grown up, they didn't give me no more allowance. I had to do my own, and and then that's when I missed it. I remember I was working at the Cherryport, North Carolina, at a car lot, and uh, I was making $200 a week back in 1970. Uh, $200 a week, take-home pay, and they paid my taxes and everything. But I remember I left that job and started on my own, my own work. Boy, it was a big difference. <laughs> it's a big difference getting that steady income every week. 
Some of you that know about losing your job, you know how that is. I didn't lose my job. I quit the job and owed my own business. In the year 1970, I owed my own business. The used car out there in, in Newburn, North Carolina. Well, in Pembroke section of Newburn. And I had a garage. It was a lot different working for myself when I was working for that company, Cherrypoint Motors, in Havelock, North Carolina. I knew every week I was going to get a $200 check. I knew that. Every week I was going to get paid $200. Plus my insurance was paid. But when I was my own business, I had to start doing it for myself. So I have a good understanding of what you, that you don't miss your water until your well runs dry. The Bible tells us in Genesis chapter 12, verse number 10, King James Bible, the Bible said that there was a famine in the land. And Abram went down into Egypt to sojourn there. For the famine was grievous in the land. See, when there's no famine, you don't worry about it. It's just like um, the gas shortage. I remember back years ago, there's been one here recently, but I'm talking about 30 years ago, down here in North Carolina, there was a gas shortage. Shortage of gasoline. You go to the state, there'll be lines of cars. And sometimes you get right up to the pump, and the pump, and no more gas. Now, there you are there. They've been in line for 20 minutes or an hour, hour long. Now you finally get to the pump and there is no more gas. That's when you realize that you don't miss your water till you will run out or run dry. Well, not only that, what about you? When you're driving your car, it's half full of gas. You're not worried about it. A full, full, then three quarters full, you're not worried. Half full. I remember one time I was coming down here. I think I had a 2015 Ford Escort. I think that's what I had. And uh, no, I was driving that 2015 Explorer. And I left New York, and I hadn't put no gas in it. I come from Brooklyn, all down the Turnpike, and I come all the way to uh, some part of North Carolina. And I looked at the gas gauge. Boy, that thing was almost empty. Man, I started looking for a gas station. Because I knew if you run out of gas, man, look look at the problem you got. And so I know what it means that you don't miss your water until the well run out. It's the same thing with a friendship. Sometimes you think, well, I don't need him, I don't need her. But when you no longer have it, you don't have that person that to help you, then you miss him. My topic tonight is you don't miss your water until your well run dry. You don't miss your water until your well run dry. That's my topic this evening. You don't miss your water until there is no water. And then that's when you miss it. The word Christ in the Bible means the anointed one. So long as Christ is in your life, you're okay but when he's not there. The Bible, the, the word Christ, it means, in the Greek means the, uh, from the Hebrew, uh, in the Greek it means Christ. But in Hebrew, it means Messiah. 
when the Messiah is with you, you got everything all right, sisters and brothers. But when you don't have the Messiah, and the word Messiah, or Christ, is mentioned 514 times in the New Testament. Can you imagine 514 times that one New Testament? And it denotes that he was anointed. Christ was the anointed. He was anointed, and he was consecrated to be his good God of mine. Great, great, to be his great, redemptive, redemptive work of prophet and priest. That's what it was consecrated for. Jesus was prophet and priest. And he was king of all the people. Jesus Christ is the word of God. And I'm saying to you, you don't miss him until you don't have him. You don't have accepted Christ. That's the best life ever lived. And I know you're happy. But when you don't have it, it's a big, it's a big shortage there. And, you, and that's when you miss it. When Christ is not there. You don't miss him until, he, until he's not there. In the book of Genesis chapter 10, of chapter 12, brother, and this is verse 10 from the James Bible, said there was a great famine in the land. And Abram went down into Egypt to sojourn there, for the family was grievous in the land. See, as long as things was going well, there was no need. Everything is well. You go to the meal barrel, there's meal in there. You go to the refrigerator, and there's food in the refrigerator. You don't, you don't worry about it. You get in your car, it's full of gas. You look at your bank account, maybe it's 100000 I'm just saying that. I don't know how much you got. And you don't worry because you got $100,000 in the bank. But when you look at that bank account, and it's down to like $16, you start worrying. You don't miss your water until it is not there. When the well runs dry, when the bank account gets low, See, as long as you got a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand in there, it doesn't it doesn't bother you a bit. It doesn't bother you. Like I'm on radio, can I call you when I get off? I I call you. You don't all right, you don't miss your water until your well runs dry. See, as long as things is going good, you don't worry about nothing. When the bank account is full, you don't worry about it. When your gas tank and your car is full. Why should you don't have no worries? When you look in the refrigerator and there's food in the refrigerator, you have no worries. But when you look in the refrigerator and there's no food in there, and you look in the bank account and the money is very low, then you begin to worry. When your gas gauge gets low and your credit card doesn't work, or maybe you don't have one, I remember one time, um, I think it was in 19, uh, if I'm not mistaken, like 70, I say even 77, so it must have been 1976. I remember one time I was on welfare in New York, me, Lonnie Starks, and I remember I got a, a welfare check came in the mail. I was all giddy. I mean, I was happy. My check had come. 
I got in my car, automobile, and I went to turn around, and I gave out a gas right in the middle of the street. I had to push the car over on the side, go get a gas can, go to the station, get some gas, and come back and put it in the car. See, as long as I had gas in it, I wasn't worried. As long as I had money to pay for the gas, I wasn't worried. But when I didn't have it, a variation sets in. That's when you miss it, when you don't have it. As long as you got it, you ain't worrying about nothing. It's when you don't have it. When that wife is there with you and she's doing all the cooking and everything, you don't worry about nothing. Or when that husband is there with you, he's paying the bills or whatever, the wife don't worry about nothing. But I have an not I didn't have the experience. But in New York, I was uh, had a customer, and he was all happy and giddy on one Friday. And that Saturday morning, they come to the garage. He had his head dropped. I said, what's wrong? He said, my wife just died. See, you don't miss that wife until she's not there. You don't miss that husband until he's not there. I'm telling some of you all tonight, Come off your high horses and stay humble. Because I'm telling you, you do not miss that other person until they're not there. Just like you don't miss your water until the well runs dry. Then you miss it. In verse 11, Genesis chapter 12 says, And it came to pass when it was come near to enter into Egypt, that he said unto his wife, Behold now, I know that thou art a fair woman to look upon. Now, what am I going to say? When there is a need, you can find yourself doing some things that you would normally do. I was just telling someone today, I know what I have not done. I know what I don't plan on doing. But I don't know what I will do. See, old needs make you do some things that you would not dare do any other way. So he told his wife, you're a fair woman. So now look, the very next verse, verse 12, he said, Therefore it shall come to pass when the Egyptians see thee that they shall say, this is his wife, and they will kill me but they will save the alive. Now, Abraham had to come up with a plan, even though he was God's man, to save his life. Because he thought if they decided that Sarah was his wife, that he, he that he they were gonna kill they were gonna kill keep her alive and kill him. Now look what he says in verse thirteen. Something that man would have never said. He said, I, he said, say, I pray thee, thou art my sister, that it may go well, that it may be well with me for thy sake, and my soul shall live because of thee. Now, you know Abraham loved his wife, but now because there was a famine in the land, he had his wife to say that she was his sister because he didn't want the peoples in Egypt to kill him. 
See, a need will cause you to do some desperate things. A need will cause you to do some things that you wouldn't normally do. And that's why you got to be careful. You don't miss it until you don't have it. But when you don't have it, sometimes you do some things that's outrageous, some things that's unheard of. So you don't miss your water till your well runs. Now look, look what verse 14 says. And it came to pass that when Abram was come into Egypt, the Egyptians beheld the woman that she was fair. So just like Abraham, he knows she, that was a good-looking woman now. <laughs> Abraham's wife said it was a good-looking woman. And he knew she was good-looking. And, and I'll say to some of you all tonight, don't be afraid to tell your spouse that she looks good or your husband that he's handsome. Listen, Abraham, under this crisis, told Sarai that I know you're a good-looking woman. And for you, they'll kill me. But don't say you my wife. Say you my sister. Now, you know he didn't want to do that. And look what the next verse here is, verse 15. The prince also of Pharaoh saw her and commended her before Pharaoh. And the woman was taken into Pharaoh's house. Now, that's Sarah, Abraham's wife, his good-looking wife. Because of a need. He's doing something that he would not have done under any other circumstances. But now there was a need. I'm saying to you tonight, you don't miss your water until the well runs dry. Verse 16 says, and he, Pharaoh, and he entreated Abraham well for her sake. Pharaoh looked at that good-looking woman he started treating Abraham good. Now, she was his wife, but Pharaoh thought it was his sister. And he had, and he had sheep and oxen and asses and men servants and maid servants and she asses and camel. Look, this man was willing to give Abraham everything that he needed because he thought Sarai was Abraham's sister. Now look at this, thanks of God. Please, look at verse 17. And the Lord plagued Pharaoh and his house with great plagues because of Sarah, Abraham's wife. God don't, don't allow certain things to happen. That's the God that we serve. That's why I say stay humble tonight. You don't miss your water till you well run dry. Then you'll miss it. You, call, you find yourself doing things you ain't got nothing to do it. Now, God had to back up Abraham. Verse number 18, and Pharaoh called Abram and said, What is this that thou hast done unto me? Why did thou not tell me that she was your wife? <laughs> if God had to touch Pharaoh, he was going to sleep with that woman. And I'm telling you today, if God didn't keep you and I, some of the things we did, we've already been gone. But look what it says in the next verse, verse 19. Why sayest thou, she is my sister? So I might have taken her to me, to wife. Now therefore, behold, thy wife, take her 
and go thy way. All God wants you to do is acknowledge him, and he'll bless you. Listen, Abraham had given his wife up to save his life. Verse 20 says, And Pharaoh commanded his men concerning him, and they sent him away, and his wife, and all that he had. Thank God for Jesus. How many times did I can say that God brought me out? How many times can I not say that God brought me out? How many times can I not say that if it had not been for the Lord, I wouldn't have made it? A lot of times in desperate situations calls for desperate matters. And you find yourself doing things that you shouldn't be doing. You find yourself in places that you shouldn't be, all because there's a need. But you got to keep in mind who you are. And keep in mind who you are. Keep in mind that you belong to God. Keep that in mind. God is your shepherd. He's your father. God loves you. And you are more than a conqueror. Conqueror. Please keep that in mind. Please keep that in mind. You are more than a conqueror. God wants to bless you. I don't know who I'm talking to tonight. But listen, you don't miss your water till your well runs dry. I don't want you to get yourself in trouble tonight. Stay humble and let God bless you. Stay humble with God. Don't, 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 don't allow the enemy to manipulate you. Don't, don't do that. Don't, don't, don't let the enemy, because you got a need, don't, don't let that bother you. I know it. I know it's a hurting thing, but I'm telling you tonight, whatever you do, stay honest and humble before God. I know. You, uh, the subject is you don't miss your water until your well runs dry. Some of you tonight, I want you to hold on to God like you never did before. Don't give up on him. Trust him and depend on him. God's going to bring you out. My name is Apostle Lonnie Stocks, and I tell you, I want you to know that God is good. He's a great God, and you can depend on him. Please don't give up. You don't miss your water. Until you well run dry. I know tonight you have been blessed by God. And I want you to stay blessed. Whatever you do, don't turn loose God. Whatever you do, don't turn loose. Listen, this has been the Jesus Saves Ministry. And I'm so glad that you tuned in tonight. We're coming to you. This is the Wake Up the Jesus broadcast. Coming to you from the Jesus Saves Ministry. I'm not at the church right now. I'm at the partners of the church, 1548 Harlem Road. The Lord bless us. We get so grateful. And we thank you for being our special guest tonight. May God bless you. May have a smile upon you. Listen, got to go. Well, praise the Lord. Thank you for uh, being a part of our show today. Oh, the clock on the wall is telling me it's time I got to get up and get out of here. But I'm so glad that God is good. I'm glad that you're there. Listen. If you ever like to speak to me, you can call me at 252-214-0799. And remember, if you're not saved today, it's so simple to give your life to Jesus 
Christ, all you have to do is say, Lord, help me and forgive me for my sins. Really mean that in your heart. Say, Lord, come into my heart and save me, and he'll do that. You'll be a born-again Christian. Well, you have a great day. My prayers are that you will always be blessed of the Lord in Jesus' name. Remember, you want to call me, 252-214-0799. Have a great day in Jesus Christ. Jesus.